his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Hello, 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 you guys. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hot Topics. My name is Gabrielle Critchlow. Sorry, yes, my name is Gabrielle Critchlow. I am your host for today, (laughs) as as I'm always your host. Uh, But yes, welcome to a brand new episode of Hot Topics. Once again, I am doing this from my car I am having one of those days, you guys. (laughs) So, uh, you know, if you just, you just, it's just one of those days, but you know, but I'm powering through it and we just, so we just got to push through it, you guys. Uh, All right. So this is the show where we like to talk about uh, real topics. We like to have real talk about real things, you guys. We like to focus on Things in education, entrepreneurship, empowerment. Uh, We've done episodes on mom shaming, homeschooling. Uh, What else have we done? We've done episodes on um, plenty of episodes about disabilities. So we have covered a wide range of topics, self-care, right? And today is no different. So One of the topics, as I said, we like to talk about entrepreneurship, and today is no different. So I am repeating a topic today. So I love it when I have repeat topics on the show. So let me tell you what that repeat topic is. So the topic of today is, what am I doing wrong as an entrepreneur? Part five, you guys. So this is part five of this topic. What am I doing wrong as an entrepreneur? So this episode is for all the business owners, entrepreneurs. If you are in business now, you're thinking about it. This episode is for you. And my guest today is going to talk about things pertaining to entrepreneurship. He's specifically going to talk about uh, direct mail marketing So let me just tell you who he is. He's actually new to the show. Uh, So he's new to the hot seat. So his name is Dennis Kelly, and he has a company called Postalytics. And what he's going to do is he's going to talk about uh, direct mail 
as a type of marketing tool, as well as how we can implement that tool in the modern world. So if you have any questions, if you happen to be watching this in real time, put your questions in the chat and we will get to it as, as much as we can. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and bring him to the stage. Hi, Dennis. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Gabrielle. How are you? I'm all right. You know, hanging in there, hanging in there. All right, so, yes. So, um, you, you're going to talk to us about, you know, direct mail marketing and how we can apply it to the modern world. So, um, please, uh, the floor is yours. Please tell us about direct mail marketing. Sure, sure. So, well, um, thank you for having me on the show. And I'm, I'm really happy to speak to you and, and the audience today. Uh, direct mail marketing, uh, a lot of people know about it. It's been around for a long time. And uh, is actually one of the very first modern ways of marketing. Uh, it was really sort of turned into a thing uh, way back in the 1800s by Montgomery Ward. Uh, Montgomery Ward had a store in Chicago and he decided he was going to put together a catalog and then mail that catalog to people all over the country. And, and then it blew up. He mailed that catalog to people. They got it in the mail. They said, wow, I can order stuff from Montgomery Ward and they'll send it to me. Uh, so it was, a whole new concept. And, and so uh, people have been using uh, the US Postal Service to send out advertisements for a very long time. And, you know, there was a time uh, a few years ago where there was so much volume of direct mail marketing that people's mailboxes were just overflowing every single day with tons of stuff to the point where people are calling it junk mail. And so if you're of a certain age, of which I am, uh, you remember the junk mail days. And uh, so what ended up happening at that point is marketers were seeing direct mail work. And so everybody and their brother was just pumping out tons of direct mail in, an, in a not very smart way a lot of times. And so you get, you know, postcards in the mail or different things that would say, you know, to current resident um, and, and, you know, you, you get things that really had no applicability to your life. And so people just throw it away, right? They get stuff in the mail, they just throw it away. And then what ended up happening is other marketing channels came along. And so email came, right? And, and, and everybody jumped on email because it was a really inexpensive way to get your message out to people. Um, uh, but then so many people started sending email because it was cheap. Then now all of a sudden we're getting hundreds of emails every day. I think that the statistic is that the average U.S. consumer gets 120 emails every single day. And so all of a sudden email marketing is really crowded. And, and, and people that are running their business, that they want to get their message out to the customers, they want to get new sales, want to get new leads. Uh, you know, if they just send email, you, you're just drowned in the noise. On top of that, there's a lot of spam filtering. 
There's a lot of government regulations about who you can send email to. You're not supposed to buy lists of email, right? You're supposed to only email the people that have contacted you. And, and so it kind of limits what you're, you can do with email. Uh, so as email is blowing up, all of a sudden, digital ads and social media come along as well. And, and so now you can advertise on Facebook, you can advertise on Google, Instagram, you know, all these different social media channels. You can buy keywords on Google search, right? So that's all blown up. And, and, and a lot of people are spending their time and money doing that. And that works really well for, for some folks. But then it kind of gets to a point where, you know, it starts getting more and more expensive because if it works for you, it also works for your competitor. And the way that the that Google and Facebook and these companies do it, you're in an auction. And so when something works, the price of those of those ads goes up and up and up very quickly. So you got a bunch of these things going on and direct mail has had less volume going since 2008. There's been about a 30% drop in the overall mail volume in the United States. So well, where does that leave us? Well, all of a sudden, there's a lot less mail in your mailbox, a lot less postal mail. And there's a lot more email. There's a lot of digital ads. We see about 5,000 ads per day on screens. And so all of a sudden, the mailbox gives you a way to stand out as an entrepreneur. If you're trying to market your business, if you send out a compelling offer through the mail, it stands out a lot more than if you're sending out an email to somebody or if you're just doing digital ads. And so what's happening is a lot of businesses are saying, you know what, in addition to doing some of these other things, I'm gonna make sure I go back to sending direct mail. And, and so what we've done at Postalytics is to create a, a faster and better way to do that. So, you know, when you're going to send some mail, you got a couple options. You can do your own printing and you can stuff envelopes or get postcards printed up and you can put stamps on them, you know, go and do the mail yourself. Uh, it takes a long time. And, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you know how valuable your time is. You know, you need to be talking to customers. You need to be working things that are of high value. And, and licking stamps and putting it on a postcard or stuffing envelopes is not high value. That's not a good use of your time. And so we created Postalytics to deal with the printing and the mailing and to create an automated way to send out direct mail. And so you don't have to waste your time doing really low value things. You can focus on building a great postcard or a great letter do it right in our software. You can upload a list through a spreadsheet and then you can just press send. And then we take care of the rest. We take care of the printing and the mailing and then you can actually track where your mail is when it's being delivered. And we even have QR codes that you can put onto your mail. So somebody hits a QR code with their phone, they can go right to your website, make a purchase, do whatever you need them to do. So that's in a nutshell, what we're doing at Postalix and why we're doing it, because there's this opportunity to take advantage of that less crowded mailbox with a tool that will save you time and money 
by doing it in modern uh, fashion as opposed to kind of the old fashioned way. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. Um, okay. All right. So you mentioned, um, just to go back to what you said earlier, um, you, you talked about a form of marketing that we've done in the past, which kind of still applies today is that, um, is we're sending out like, um, for businesses to reach out to consumers, one of the ways we we try to do that, especially on a massive scale, is by uh, sending out postcards, like uh, postcards. Um, I mean, I, I still get, I still get the postcards. Um, what else? Bro uh, brochures. Uh, I might trying to think what I've seen. I've seen from like the Brooklyn Public Library. Well, uh, you know, when they're trying to solicit donations, they usually send out um, um, those letters, you know, asking for donations. They might um, include little gifts in it. Like uh, they usually do mailing labels. Um, so it's a way to reach out on a massive scale. And usually uh, that's one of the techniques is through mail. But as you said, I guess people do it more and more and then it ends up as, as junk mail. And then we switched over to email because of that. And then of course, email exploded. And so now it's like, we're trying to go back to mail. Um, so now what is the importance of um, trying to reach consumers on a, on a massive scale? Because what's the, if you could talk about that, why would a entrepreneur want to reach out to so many people in such a large medium? Well, that's a great question. And, you know, from a marketing perspective, uh, what's really important for entrepreneurs is to really think about who their target audience is, right? So who, who, who are your best types of customers? Where do they live? What are they like? Uh, what are their uh, characteristics? And, and so, um, when you find that, when you figure that out, you look at your best customers, you say, I'm going to build like a profile of this, this type of people, this age, you know, this income level, this geography, whatever the case may be, you know, you identify them, you need to touch them over and over and over again to get your message through and to build your brand. If you just, if you just do one message out to your audience, I say it's like this. If you're an entrepreneur, you had a salesperson and that salesperson picked up the phone and called a prospect one time and left a voicemail and never picked up the phone again, how effective would that sales rep be? You fire that rep. That rep is out. They, they don't know how to sell, right? You got to be persistent. You got you to gotta be you got to be, you know, somebody who's not giving up. You've got, you've got to touch that prospect multiple times. And you can do it through different marketing channels. So you can do it through email and direct mail and digital. But what's most important, you identify who that customer is and you touch them over and over and over again. And, and the more dogged you are and, and the more persistent you are in, in touching your audience, 
the more success you're going to have. All the data shows that, all the studies show. You need to touch a customer at least seven times before they buy something on average. And, and so you have to have systems to your point that are scalable, that you can, you can repeat over and over again without spending a huge amount of time doing it because you're an entrepreneur, you got a million other things to do as well. You put your marketing hat on, right? You can do that for a little while, but you can't, you can't be spending all your time doing this. So you have to have systems in place that allow you to hit a lot of people over and over and over again with a simple message that means something to your audience. And, you know, you can't, you can't be all things to all people. You got to pick your spot, right? And you got to, you got to hammer that message home over and over again. That's how you build a brand. So maybe if you can explain this to me. So I've done the, the stuffing envelopes and, um, and I know, you know, going to the post office with a huge tote bag full of <laughs> envelopes. Um, so I, here's the thing I'm, tr I, I try to, I'm trying to understand about direct mail. So what percent of people actually respond to that? So, you know, I've, you know, I've, I've, looked online I've, I've googled it and i've seen percents like um expect a third of people to respond uh you know expect uh 33 percent i saw like two to three percent so is there can you give us a breakdown of um you know how i guess in the sense of how effective is direct mail I don't know if you could give statistics, but also what is a percent of people that actually respond to, you know, direct mail? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a great question. And, and it's really something everybody wants to know. And, and so I think there are a couple of things there. A lot depends on your audience, right? So who are you, who are you sending the mail to? If you're sending mail to, an existing customer who has already bought from you and you're trying to sell them something else, right? Or you're, you're, uh, you've got a relationship, some sort of business relationship with somebody already. The response rate to direct mail is much higher than if you're trying to send mail to somebody who, you know, has never heard of you before. And that's true with all marketing channels, as you can imagine, right? I mean, it just yeah. makes sense. You know, you get something, you just bought something last month from uh, a particular brand. I'm interested in that brand. I, so I get something, I'm like, hmm, I like their stuff, right? So I'm going to look at it. Um, so so there's there's that. So in on average, if you're sending to a, what's called a cold list, people have never heard of you before, then you get on average between 2 and 3% response rate. If you're sending to an audience who has worked with you in some fashion, they've got a relationship with you, you get between nine and 10%. And that's what the, the most recent data is showing. And those numbers have gone up as the amount of mail has gone down, believe it or not, because there's less competition, right? So 
So there's less pieces of mail to kind of filter through. And the technology's gotten better. So people aren't sending out junk mail. They're not sending out mail to current resident, right? With with an offer that doesn't make sense to the, the person. They're being smarter. They're sending mail to a particular audience with an offer that makes sense for that audience. And so you get better results that way. And so so it's that two to 3% range, nine to 10% range. And then you move those numbers up as you hit them multiple times. Now, the, the really interesting thing is marketers that are able to use mail with one as one channel and email or digital as a second channel. So you combine them, your results go up between 20 and 30%. So instead of, you know, let's say 3%, you get three, three and a half, three, three quarters percent, or instead of 10%, you know, you're getting 12% or 12 and a half percent. So, mm -hmm. so when you combine the channels together, then let's say you saw an email, maybe you deleted it because you didn't have time to deal with it. But then a postcard comes a couple days later, right? And you're like, oh yeah, I, I remember that. I, I, that. That made sense to me. So, so by touching your audience with a really good offer using multiple channels, multiple touches, everything goes higher. So I just want to just grasp what you said. So, so if it's an audience, if you're reaching out to people that you're reaching out to new people that have never heard of you, you're looking at two to 3% mm -hmm. response rate. Okay. So where does the, I guess, where does the nine to 10% come in? When you're mailing to an audience who you've already done business with. So we call, uh, we call it we call it your house list, right? Like, okay, it, it's, it's like these are my customers already. So when I send out a promotion to people that I already do business with, the, the take rate is way higher, right? Because because there's a level of trust, and and yeah, and I I know who these people are. Like I deal with them. I I I think that they're honest, and I I like what I did last time. So. I'll do it again. I like this product. Oh, okay. Okay. And then you said 20 to 30%. 20, 30% lift. If you combine direct mail with email or combine direct mail with like a social media campaign at the same time, same promotion, right? So let's say you see an ad on Facebook and then you get a postcard from the same company you know, that, that is basically saying the same thing, then okay, got it. that's going to bump your response rate because people have, are seeing it in multiple places, the same type, the same offer. Got it. Got it. So can we get into um, how direct, I want to, how it works. Cause the way I've used it, um, I've used companies that I've bought lists from, Mm -hmm. um, um, I know like Vistaprint does it. Um, and then there's a couple other websites. So how, 
can you talk about how how do you how do they target the demographics? How does the demographics work? How does you know how do they how how do they work? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to ask you. Yeah, no. So um, there are a lot of companies out there that sell mailing lists. And what you're able to do is choose the characteristics of the list that you want to get. You can first, the easy thing is to pick a geography, right? Like where do you want to send to, right? Do you want to send to uh, an entire city? Do you want to send to a group of zip codes? Do you want to send to a county, right? There's a lot of ways you can kind of create a geography. Then you say, all right, well, let's say I'm going to send to um, uh, Plymouth County, Massachusetts. That's where I am. All right, well, there's, let's say there's 200,000 people. I don't want to send to every person in Plymouth County. So I'm going to take that and then I'm going to break it down and say, all right, well, my ideal customer is between, is the age, say, 25 to 55. That would boot me out of that. But uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm getting old. So uh, so that takes down your list from, say, 200,000 to maybe 80,000, right? You say, well, you know, all right, well, I, I, I can do more than that. I can drill into... Uh, whether they're a homeowner or a renter. Yeah. Right? So maybe I'm selling something that is uh, best for people that own a home. So I exclude out the renters, drop it down to 30,000. Then from there, I can say, all right, well, I want to send to households that have children. Right. Take that down to 15,000. And, and so you keep narrowing down your audience to match as closely as possible how you've identified your ideal target. And, and, then, and then so you can do that around all these kind of demographic profiles, income, you know, um, uh, you can choose sex in these databases. You can, there's a lot you can do, right? Like, I mean, you may want to send a jewelry offer to men, but you may not, right? So I'm, I'm not here to judge whatever you want to do. <laughs> but uh, so you can make those choices, right? And, 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 and then kind of then let's say that there's a jewelry offer going to my wife, right? And, and, you, um, and, and the women that are like her, that, you know, same rough age, same, you know, rough uh, income levels, and you design a piece that is highlighting a piece of jewelry that would be great as a Christmas gift, and you send that out, you know, she's sliding that in front of me at night. Say, hey, we got this in the mail. Hint, right? Uh, <laughs> because, <laughs> because there's some targeting done. It was We didn't send it to me. I would have been like, oh, whatever. I don't, I don't care about that. But now I know she does. So <laughs> if I know what's good for me, I'm going to do something about that. So, um, so by using that kind of targeting and then thinking about the offer and the, and the creative for the audience you're targeting, that's how you get good response. Right. And, you know, that's an important, 
an important thing that you know entrep- entrepreneurs should know is that when you're taking on something like direct mail marketing or any kind of mass marketing, you want to you want to find your audience. You want to find your niche. So as a as a tutoring company, so I would like what I've done is I've targeted um, I've targeted um, a specific income level. Um, I've also targeted parents, uh, like it's like parents, and then it's like the number of kids <laughs> that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, um, of course, you know my like geographies, zip codes, um, what else? Age ranges. Oh, and they break it down by the age of the kids. Yes. That's what I've seen as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like as a tutoring company, I'd want you know parents who, you know, parents that have, uh, you know, maybe minimum, I don't know, like, like 70,000 a year, and they're in um, uh, New York State, which is where I'm at. And, you know, doesn't really matter the number of kids, you know, anywhere between like, three years old to 17. Like, I, I try to uh, the more demographics, the better, because as a tutoring company, that's where I'd want to mm-hmm. go. And if you, like for me to, you know, send a brochure to, um, I mean, there's, you know, there's adult students as well, but I think, you know, there's more attraction when I, you know, when when it's like parents with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me to send it to someone completely random, like uh like like a a magazine business i don't know like it's not going to work because right. it's not my target audience right and and do, do you have different types of programs for kids of different ages like do you have like college prep versus you know kind of um younger skill set uh types of development yeah so the, uh there's college well cal- yeah college counseling uh which is uh, you know um so age i mean yeah so when you when you think college you think okay at least 18 and up you know so of course i'd want to target an adult demographic um yeah and and also on that that creative right you want to you want to have an offer that is speaks to that audience right as opposed to an offer of for parents of a you know five-year-old kid Right. They're thinking about different things as it relates to, um, you know, education. So uh, you could have offers that are, you know, you you can use postalytics to to have (laughs) (laughs) one template and you make a copy of it. Just click copy and then you can change, let's say, the, the, the image. You got a picture of a kid getting ready for college, you know, studying. And then the other image, you've got young kids sitting around the table, you know, having fun with math. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you got, you know, you can have an off uh, the offer, you know, uh, free uh, uh, college prep analysis, um, you know, have fun with math for $50, you know, like different things that are, you know, focused on the segments so you 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 might serve a a broader audience of ages, but your offers you can even break down, 
And instead of having to do it all by hand, just let do it through software like you would do an email. And that's right. that's that's what the uh, by taking away all the time it takes to do direct mail. That's what we try to do is help people be more creative yeah. and spend their time doing better marketing and not, you know, doing the, the basics. Right. So, you know, with that example you gave, like if I did a creative about uh, a special offer about, you know, we'll give you one hour of, you know, uh, college counseling, if you respond to this or something like I wouldn't want to send it to a mom with a five-year-old, right? Because right? it's not going to work. That's not appropriate. They're not thinking about college, right? So I would send it to a mom of a 16-year-old, a mom of a 17-year-old, right? Because that's more appropriate uh, for something like college. Exactly. So now, um, so now another thing, where do you get the names from? Because <laughs> I see, um, uh, I don't know if they get it from like DMV records or tax returns. Like, where where do they get the names from? Well, the the businesses that are that uh, assemble the the mailing lists, uh, they they pull the records first from uh, public records that are you know, um, if you're a homeowner, all that information you you're registering with the state. Right. And, and so they know uh, about your home. They know the size of your home. They know they know a lot. Right. And then and then if you're a renter and you pay taxes in this, let's say the city of New York, that information is publicly available, not how much you pay in taxes, but the fact that you're in this apartment. Right. And, and then they can figure out, well, that apartment is a rental. Right. It's not a it's not a, a, a condo. Right. So, yeah. so they can make. These companies, they they spend their time and energy pulling these public records and then analyzing and breaking those groups into different demographic segments so that then you can go in and, and choose the the audience that makes the most sense. Yeah. So now, can you talk about how accurate those lists are? Because when I've done it, um, um, I keep. I mean, yes, there's, there's risk to everything, but, you know, when I've done um, the, the direct mail marketing, a lot of times, uh, you know, the letters would come back to me and they would have the little yellow sticker, like address unavailable, person moved. Another one I've seen is um, like the, the address is incorrect or something like that. I forgot what the labeling is, but I keep getting those, the yellow stickers. Return <laughs> um, to center. Yeah, return to sender. Um, you know, person doesn't live here anymore. They moved. Um, address was written incorrectly, which is something I get a lot. Uh, so, how accurate are those lists? Yeah. So, um, the there's a lot of different types of list companies out there. And what you want to do, you want to select a, a list company that is updating their records every 30 days and refreshing them every 30 days. Um, those that don't, you end up with a lot of outdated information. And, and so um, you can, you can waste a lot of money if, if you're just mailing to bad addresses. And so yeah. what, what we've actually at Postalytics put some things in place that can help filter out bad addresses as well. 
So um, the first thing, when you import an address, if it's in a mailing list or any other way that you import an address, we look and see, well, are all of the fields that are required to mail in the United States, are they all there? And uh, do the zip codes make sense? If we see a bad zip code, we pull it out. If mm -hmm. we see, you know, uh, an incomplete street address, we pull it out. Uh, if, if there's a, like a mismatch between the state and the zip code, pull it out, right? That, there's, there's logic we have that kind of looks at the addresses as they come in. So, so that's the first step. And we take the addresses that are bad and they're still in your list, but we label them as invalid. And you can actually go back in and fix them. And, and before you mail, you can, you can go in and make changes if you want to. Mm -hmm. But then let's say, all right, uh, I've got my list. I imported it. I got my creative. I'm going to do a campaign. So you, you, you click, 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 press send. And then what happens is we take that address data and we run it through a USPS database. So there's two databases that the Postal Service has made available to companies that do high volumes of mail like us. And uh, one is called, well, this is, this is kind of Postal Service nerd talk, but it's called, <laughs> called CASS. Uh, C-A-S-S, -S. And, and basically what CAS does is it will look, it'll take the address that you've got going in, it will uh, see if it finds a match in their records, and if it does, what it'll do is it'll take, let's say that, that there's standard abbreviations. Well, so let's say if you wrote um, Boulevard out. Mm-hmm. CAS would probably come back and overwrite that with BLVD, right? Yeah. The Postal Service wants to see it. And so it standardizes. And then if, if it finds, hey, you know, this is no longer a valid address and we know about it as a Postal Service, and it's in our database, Postalytics takes it out. You don't mail to it. And so, um, so that's the first step. Then the next database it goes through is called the National Change of Address Database. Okay. And so when people move, sometimes they fill out the card, they give it to the post office and say, here's my new address. If you do that, the Postal Service will then eventually somebody will type it into their system. <laughs> and, and so if it sees, you know, Gabrielle Critchlow at this address, but she had filled out that form to move. Now she's at this address. That database will correct the address before it goes. So we filter out the, uh, a lot of those issues before the mail is actually sent because we have access to these postal service databases. Now it's not hundred percent. It's not foolproof. You still get usually less than 1% of the mail it will you'll still get return to senders yeah. um, but because the post service isn't perfect right and there's a lot of moving parts out there but uh you know about it right away and then you know what if you had that list and you're going to send a second touch to it when we find out that it was return to sender 
Well, Postal X is going back and saying that address is no good. Don't send to it again. So all these little things uh, that we're finding out along the way, we're updating that list. So as you touch that list, like I said, seven times to get a sale, it gets better and better each time you mail to it. You waste, you waste less money. So now are you saying once you use a list that people, that entrepreneurs should reuse the same list? Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, really? need to, you need to touch that audience many times. You do. And, and so you, you, should, you should have a plan, right? You should be thinking, all right, you know, I'm going to touch these people maybe once a month or once every two weeks or once every three weeks. And I'm going to, I'm going to hit them with multiple offers, right? The, as I said before, the more persistent you are, the more successful you'll be in any kind of marketing. It's not just mail. Uh, but uh, I know for a fact from mail because I see it with my customers. So, okay, wait. So how much time should we spend reaching out to the same people as opposed to new people? Well, what a lot of companies will do is they will get into a cycle, right? And they'll say, all right, there are let's say 10,000 people that I want to hit. And, and what they'll do is uh, they will break it up into a couple of different groups. And so maybe they'll take 5,000 and start. And, and, and let's say your budget, let's say your budget is $10,000 for lack of a better phrase. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So I'm going to spend 5,000 mailing to this group and 5,000 mailing to this group. And so within that number of, of campaigns, you can figure out, well, I can send four times and then I can send another four times to this group and then you layer it, right? So you start out week one, you get your, your mailing out to the first group and then you're going to touch them again in three weeks. Week two, you get your mailing out to the second group. You're going to touch them again in three weeks. And so you can set all that up in our software so that the, the, the schedule, we have a scheduler. It'll just wake up one day and do it for you. You just have to set the campaigns up in advance and put the dates on them when you want it, when you want it to be sent. So that's how a lot of the customers think about it is so that they're, they, they, might spend a few hours configuring everything in the beginning, but yeah. then over a period of months, the software does all the work for them. And, and so they're not thinking about the mailing because they, they invested the time up front. So you have group one, um, you know, you focus on that. And then a few weeks later you do group two, you focus on that. And then you go back to group one. Yeah. So you can say, yeah. You could say, all right, I set up my campaign for group one. It's going to go out on Monday, right? And then I have my second offer for group one. I want to have sent out three weeks from Monday. So I go in, I take offer number two, put it in a campaign to go out three weeks from Monday. Offer number three, three weeks after that. And you can do it all one time. And then Postalytics wakes up that mo Monday morning and says, oh, it's time to send this campaign 
um, this touch to this audience. And then whatever's happened in those campaigns will uh, inform the list. The list gets better. So whatever's, whatever's current as of that date when it gets sent, we're mailing to that particular list. Ah, okay. Okay. All right. So we're, we're going to start to wind things down a little bit. So now why, why should, um, why should entrepreneurs consider direct mail marketing as a type of, as a type of marketing? Why, why should entrepreneurs consider it? Well, because there, there's, there's a couple of key reasons. Uh, first of all, uh, as we were mentioning before, uh, there's a lot less competition in the postal mailbox than there is in other marketing channels. So you get 120 emails a day, you get about maybe eight to 10 pieces of mail per day. The math is simple, right? You can stand yeah. out, you can stand out in the mailbox. So that's number one. Number two, you can uh, take advantage of the fact that when you are holding a piece of mail in your hands, whether you throw that piece of mail away or not, you're making a brand impression on that person. When you send an email out and you look at 120 emails, delete, 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 delete. Right. I don't have time today. I'm too busy. I can't read my, I can't read emails from people. I don't know. Right. So there's no, there's zero brand impression on those things. So, so the science, the brain science shows that when you actually touch something, a brochure, a postcard, a letter, you're making a deeper impact on the consumer's brain. So that's number two. And then number three, you can do direct mail now quickly and easily in a scalable way using new tools like Postalytics. There's others out there, right? But but like Postalytics that take away all the painful time that has been uh, associated with direct mail in the past. So it's interesting that you mentioned about um, um, that is like an, an imp when you see the brands in the mail, it's like an imprint in your brain. Cause you know, when I mentioned about the, the Brooklyn public libraries, you know, I, you know, they always send, um, I mean, yeah, they're asking for donations and they send it all the time. <laughs> um, you know, but um, it's like, I remember them because um, I mean, one, I, I, you know, I know I go to the library, so it's, they probably, that's how they probably got my information, but also You're I remember house, them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but then I remember them because, um, um, you know, they usually send gifts, like the mailing, there's mailing labels that they usually send, or they usually send the magnets. So little things like that, which makes me always remember like, oh yeah, you know, and it's in my head, like I don't even, maybe that might be like subliminal marketing in a way, like, oh, I'm always thinking about the library because they're all, you know, so yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's effective. Yeah, that's very effective. So they, they, that's a great example, right? They've been persistent. They've, they've sent to you many times and, and it's made an impact uh, and, and, and you remember it. And, and so if, if you can accomplish anything as a marketer, you want to, you want to create a memory. Yeah. Part of your audience. Mm -hmm. So, um, what was my other question? So, just 
in terms of the the the, the list of names. Do you do you provide like the list of the list themselves, the, like the list itself? Like, what if I just maybe I like you know chucking a tote bag full of envelopes to the post office, right? I just want the names and addresses. Do you provide that individually, or do I have to use your program? Yeah, you have to use our our program. It's um, it's kind of built to be one process. Um, and so th there are other people out there that, that will sell you lists though directly. Um, you don't have to use Postalytics to do that. Um, so that's, you can just Google it and you know buy mailing lists and there's lots of people. Um, but what we do is we will often help our clients find the right list. So, you know, and, and as part of that, you know, we're expecting you to use the, use the whole product. Ah, okay. All right, so let's wind things down now. So now, do you have any words, uh, words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our audience? Well, I think um, uh, words of wisdom don't come naturally to me, but I'll, I'll I guess. Any advice, <laughs> anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. You entrepreneurs know, I... keep doing wrong and you just want to like, you know, stop doing that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, so number one. Number one thing by far, entrepreneurs, don't think if you try any type of marketing once that it will work because it will not. It will not. You have to be persistent and you have to you have to think think about yourself as a consumer. When you hear when you get one thing from a company, right, you don't ever do anything. I mean, that's that's why you see Coke ads over and over again. You see car ads. Uh, you know, if you watch NFL, you see truck ads. I don't know how many truck ads I see if I watch an NFL game, but it's a lot. And, and it's <laughs> Ford. It's Chevy. It's Toyota. Right. They're hammering me with truck ads. And there's a reason for that. They know what they're doing. So it doesn't matter if it's direct mail, if it's TV or it's radio or it's you know, email, social media, it doesn't matter. You got to be persistent. One attempt will not work. There you go. <laughs> be persistent. Fabulous. Thank you for that wonderful advice. And thank you for joining, joining us today. All right. So it is now promo time. So let me just pull up, get your banner here. All right, you guys. So Dennis, Kelly. He is the CEO of Postalytics. So if you are looking for a software that helps you with direct mail, um, you know, they'll, if you, well, they have to design the creative, right? You don't design for them? Uh, no, but we have templates that you can use as a starting point. Okay. So there you go. So they offer templates, right? So if you want to, if you're thinking about using direct mail, you're trying to uh, scale your business, reach out to as many people as possible. Postalytics is a service that you can use. And Dennis Kelly is the CEO, of course. You can send him an email. It is Dennis at postalytics.com. You can also go to his website. It is www.postalytics.com. And he has two LinkedIn's that you can check him out on. He has his personal LinkedIn, Dennis John Kelly. And the second one is the company 
LinkedIn, which is Postalytics. So all of that information is scrolling below at the bottom of your screen. If you happen to be watching this on video, but if you are listening to this on audio, all of this information will be in the description. So if you want to learn more about Postalytics, how it works, if you want to learn more about direct mail and how to take advantage of that, I encourage you to reach out to Dennis. You know, his email is there. His website is there. He's on two LinkedIn's, right? His personal and his business. You can't miss it. So I encourage you to uh, reach out and use his services. Uh, is there anything else you want to share about your company? Uh, we, we've got a, a, an easy to use free account. You can just go right to the website, sign up. You can use the software. You don't have to pay a penny until you send mail. So it's it's a simple process, easy to use. And I encourage people just to go check it out. Fabulous, fabulous. So I'll give you the website again. It is www.postalytics.com. That information is scrolling below at the bottom of the screen if you are watching this on video. And once again, if you're listening to this on audio, whether it's Spotify or Apple or iHeartRadio or any kind of podcast platform, this information is in the description. So either way, all of this information is at your fingertips. And I want to make sure that we get this in. You have a buy one, get one promotion. Please tell us about that. Yes, yes. So um, we offer, as I mentioned, a free account. And then if you're going to send more than, say, a thousand pieces of mail, it, it, we have a subscription that you can pay for that will actually save you more money. And, and we're having a buy one, get one offer on the subscriptions. So if you've got a campaign, if you're going to get some mail out, you should sign up and, and contact us. Say, I want the BOGO offer, buy one, get one. And what we'll do is we'll set it up so you get your first, you pay for your first month, you get your second month free of Postalytics. And so you save money on your mailing and you get your second month free on a free subscription. Okay. So they have to contact you directly. That's right. Yeah. Okay. You guys, boom, <laughs> right there, right? So uh, contact Dennis, right? So if you're looking to get into direct mail, you want to send, um, well, it's only like brochures and and like letters, right? I know. Yeah. yeah. What postcards, kind of postcards, letters, and then folding brochures as well? Folding brochures. Got it. Beautiful. All right. So if you're looking to get into direct mail marketing, send it in in mass production, right? You know, reach out to postalytics.com and you know, he just told you guys about a buy one, get one promotion. So in order for you to take advantage of that, you do have to, I guess they're contacting you directly, right? Contact us. You can hit me oh, or the company. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you'll have to contact them directly, right? To take advantage of that promotion. And and they'll give you and it's a code. They'll you give them a code. That's right. Yes. All right. So you have to contact <laughs> postalytics.com. They're gonna give you a code and then you're gonna use that code to get the promotion, which is you're gonna buy one month and you get another month free. Exactly. Right? For the subscription plan. So beautiful. So again, email Dennis. It is Dennis at postalytics.com. You can go to the website, www. Let me put that banner back up. 
postalytics.com and two LinkedIn's, right? So the first one is Dennis John Kelly and the second one is Postalytics. So take advantage of these services, take advantage of these offers, buy one, get one, take advantage of it, you guys. This information is available to you and the contact information is, again, scrolling below at the bottom of your screen if you're watching this on video. And if you're listening to this on audio, all of this information will be in the description. All right, Dennis, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Gabrielle. That was a lot of fun. And uh, I hope um, that uh, your audience enjoys this. And, um, uh, you know, like I said, if anybody wants to get in touch, please reach out. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, I'm going to put you off camera. All right, and you guys, it is now just you and me. So let me get up my banner. Where's my banner? Okay. It's my banner. Okay. All right, you guys. So we have reached the conclusion of yet another episode. I think um, this is 157, 158. So I know we're in season four. I think this is episode seven or eight. But uh, we're here. <laughs> We've ended yet another episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. So as a reminder, this podcast, Hot Topics, is a production of Step Ahead Tutoring Services. And so if you are looking for tutoring for your child, your child needs that academic help, you know, the, uh, struggling with homework, uh, time management, they're taking too long to turn things in. They have all those missing assignments and they need catching up. You know, there's so many things that we've heard. Uh, we've seen it all. We've heard it all. So if you are, you know, if, you're, if, uh, if you are looking for any of that, reach out to us. Our website is www.astepaheadtutoring.com. You can also email us success at a step ahead tutoring services.com. You could also call us 347-762-2838. You could also hit us up on our multiple social media platforms. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Eventbrite, WhatsApp, and Twitter. So hit us up. It is just our name, a step ahead tutoring services, but Twitter is um, ASATS2013. So hit us up on social media, you guys. I encourage you to follow us on all of our accounts uh, so you could stay in touch with us. So not only do I want you to hit us up on social media, but I want you to follow us as well. So there are so many ways that you could reach out to us. So there is no excuse. So if you are looking for a tutor for whatever reason, or maybe for your yourself as well, because we also work with adults. Reach out to us. Again, I'll just give you the website, www.stepaheadtutoringservices.com. And I also encourage you guys, let us know what you thought about this episode. Drop a comment in the comment section or in the comment thread. Uh, give us a rating. Give us a, a shout out, a holler. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you thought about this episode. So whether you're watching this on YouTube or Twitter or you're listening on Good Pods or Apple Podcasts or, or Spotify, you know, wherever you are taking in the sound of my voice, 
give us a give us a holler. Give us your feedback. Give us a rating. Let us know your thoughts about the episode today. And finally, I encourage you guys to get on the Hot Topics text blast. You will know anything and everything there is about our podcast, Hot Topics, you know, uh, live episodes, streamings, audio releases. You will learn it all. So I encourage you to get on the Hot Topics text blast. So all you have to do is text the code Hot Topics to 917-764-3975. Once again, just text the code Hot Topics to 917-764-3975. All right, you guys, thank you so much again for joining me. I look forward to you joining us at the next episode as I look for this video here. All right, you guys, thank you again. And now I am signing off. See you next time. Bye, you guys.